Hello everyone and welcome back to the Scouting God Podcast. In this podcast, we're going to try to read all the merit badge books that Scouting has to offer. In this episode, we are going to be continuing going over the second class rank requirements. Now, let's get right into it. The next requirement is Requirement 6C. Tell what you can do while on a campout or hike to prevent or reduce the occurrence of the injuries listed in second class requirement 6A and 6B. Reducing exposure to injury. Many accidents and injuries can be prevented if you are careful to avoid potentially dangerous situations. On the other hand, trouble can occur when you take chances, ignore the rules, don't use common sense, get in a hurry, or are overconfident or fatigued. You will find information throughout this chapter and in other chapters such as cooking, hiking, and aquatics on avoiding specific injuries. Beyond those specifics, keep these general guidelines in mind. Be prepared. Always think ahead to what might happen next. Do we have the right gear in case the weather turns cold and wet? Is our stove set up on a table, stable surface so it can't tip over and burn someone? If I'm going to use an axe to chop wood, are other scouts clear of the area? What might be under that rock I'm about to pick up? Seek knowledge and skill. Know how to properly use stoves, wood tools, and other potentially dangerous gear. Use gear the right way, and always wear the appropriate personal safety gear, such as safety goggles. Know and accept your limitations. Do not be tempted to try something you know is risky, such as swimming in an unsafe area, shooting rapids you aren't prepared for, or climbing a tree to achieve a snag, bear, bag, rope. Follow the rules. The BSA has an extensive guideline for many activities, such as can be found in the Guide to Safe Scouting. The Sweet 16s of Scouting Safety applies to all outings. The next requirement is Requirement 6D. Explain what to do in case of accidents that require emergency response in the home and backcountry. Explain what constitutes an emergency and what information you will need to provide to a responder. Respond to emergencies. When emergencies happen, people naturally turn to police officers, firefighters, EMS workers, and scouts. After after more than a century of scouting, people accept scouts to know that what to do. Information for first responders. Those who call for help should have as much of the following information as possible. Nature of the emergency. Heart attack, fire, car wreck, etc. Location of the emergency. Description of victims and their injuries or illnesses. Time the injuries or illnesses occurred. Treatment the victims have received. Number of people with the victims and general skill level for first aid. Request for special assistance of equipment, local including food, shelter, and care for non-victims. Phone numbers for people who are with the victims. If possible, write this information on a paper in your first aid kit so that the callers do not forget anything. An emergency is any situation that requires immediate action. It can be related to weather, such as a hurricane or a tornado, a snowstorm or a flood. It can be an accident, such as an explosion, a fire, or a car accident. It can be a human-caused emergency, like an active shooter situation at a school. Whatever it is, people's lives and health are in danger. So, what should you do in an emergency? Four things. One, take a deep breath. You can't help anyone if you panic. 2. Assess the situation and make a plan for how to proceed. Decide what actions you need to take and in what order. A process first responders call triage. Make assignments to other scouts and bystanders as needed. 3. Send for help. In a true emergency, you will need professional help, so send someone to call 911 or your local emergency number. 4. Focus on the task at hand. You can only do one thing at a time, so do it to the best of your ability. 
Responding to vehicular accidents. Vehicular accidents are much like other accidents, with one important exception. Because they occur on roadways, you and other bystanders are exposed to potential danger. In addition to calling for medical help and providing first aid, you should make the scene as safe as possible. Turn off the vehicle's engines and secure the parking brake. If you have access to flares or safety cones, set those up to alert approaching drivers of the accident. On a two-way lane road, put them in both directions of the accident. If you cannot readily secure the scene, do not put yourself in danger trying to do so. Staying safe at home. You probably spend more time in your home than any other place. Staying safe there is different, but no less important than staying safe on campgrounds and other scouting trips. As in other settings, be safe means be prepared. Emergency kit. Use the contents list of the home or patrol slash troop first aid kit to build your own home first aid kit. With the help of your parent or guardian, you can create a larger emergency preparedness kit that includes the items listed, plus flashlights, a battery or crank-powered radio, and a three-display supply of drinking water and non-perishable food for each person in your family, as well as a means of treating water to drink. Having these items on hand will better prepare your family for storms, floods, power outages, and other emergencies. So your emergency supplies in a cool, dry place, and occasionally check on the expiration dates on stored food and medicine. Emergency Plan Work with your parents to develop a plan in case of a fire, storm, power outage, or water outage. Post emergency numbers on a prominent place. Create a map showing two escape routes for each bedroom and hold a fire drill once a year. If any bedrooms are on the second floor, consider buying a portable fire escape ladders for those rooms. Designate a meeting place well away from the home, such as a neighbor's house, where everyone knows to go in case of an emergency. Keeping your home safe. Among young children, poisoning is one of the most frequently causes of accidental death. They might swallow almost anything. Fuels, battery acid, peeling wall paint, pills from a medicine cabinet, cosmetics, pesticides, cleaning products, and other household chemicals and poisons. If you see items in your home that could be dangerous to a child, store them in a safe place, out of the children's reach. Other Older people might get hurt as well. Making sure rugs are secure, especially on staircases, and that dangerous items are stored properly, properly dispose of partially filled or un unended cans of paint and varnish, paint stroke brushes, and oily rags. Keep tepermite and paint thinners in airtight cans. Store gasoline, benzenine, napatha, charcoal lighter fluid, camp stove fuel, and other highly flammable liquids in tightly closed metal containers outside the home. Another part of safety is making sure that there are working smoke detectors inside each bedroom, outside each sleeping level, and on each level of the home, including the basement. If the smoke detectors are battery-operated, instead of connected to the home's electrical supply, replace the batteries twice a year. Preventing Carbon Monoxide Poisoning The most common inhaled poison is carbon monoxide, a gas given off by gasoline engines, natural gas appliances, charcoal grills, furnaces, and fireplaces. Carbon monoxide is especially dangerous because it has no odor. To avoid carbon monoxide hazards, do not operate a car or lawnmower in a closed garage or shed. Do not cook indoors or wood or charcoal, and never use gas stoves, ovens, candles, or other flames in tents. Carbon monoxide detectors installed in homes will sound a warning if carbon monoxide reaches dangerous levels. These detectors should be placed on each level of a home, including the basement, and outside of each sleeping area. Utilities 
Many home emergencies are related to utilities. A brush pipe can cause flooding, a gas leak, or electrical problems can cause a fire. Talk with your parents about what utilities your home has and how to shut them off. Here are some notes about common utilities. Electric power. The power in your home comes through an electrical panel. Typically, there is a main power disconnect switch at the top of the panel that will cut power to the entire home. Cut water. Cut-off valves can be found near sinks, toilets, and faucets. There should be also a main cut-off valve that leads, lets you turn off all the water to your home. Gas. If you smell gas, leave your home immediately and call 911, your local emergency number, or the gas company from a neighbor's house, or your cell phone once you are inside. Looking for the source of a leak yourself could lead to an explosion because many things can be igniting source, even such things as flashlights, mobile phones, light switches, and garage door openers. Earn a merit badge, advanced safety in medicine. Earning the first aid merit badge will take you to the next level of knowledge. You can also learn a great deal by working on a merit badge in emergency preparedness, medicine, safety, and wilderness survival. Advanced first aid courses offered by the Boy Scouts of America, the American Red Cross, the American Heart Association, the Emergency Care and Safety Institute, and other organizations will help you build your first aid skills to respond to emergencies wherever you are. Earning a home repair merit badge will help you better understand how keeping a home in good order will also help keep your family safe. The next requirement is requirement 7A, the first one in fitness. After completing Tenderfoot Requirement 6C, be physically active at least 30 minutes a day for at least 5 days a week for 4 weeks. Keep track of your activities. A plan for lifelong fitness. Break down your vision of for long-term fitness into challenges that you can manage one at a time. The steps for leaning towards being physically fit include getting plenty of exercise, limiting screen time, maintaining a nutritious diet, getting enough sleep, Guarding against injury and illness. The human body thrives on exercise. Being active for 60 minutes or more on most days is good for your muscles and organs. It makes you stronger. It helps with circulation and digestion. It even strengthens your bones. Walking, biking, and playing sports are all terrific ways to give your body exercise. Of course, hiking, backpacking, swimming, canoeing, climbing, and many other scouting adventures are excellent choices too. You don't have to spend hours at a time exercising to become more fit. Walking briskly to the bus stop, climbing the stairs at school, and playing active games at troop meetings all help your body grow stronger. To give all parts of your body a good workout, add exercises like push-ups and curl-ups to your regular routine. Fitness activities. Include these types of activities in your fitness routine at least three times a week. Aerobatic activities. Activities that raise your heart rate, make you breathe harder than normal, are examples including hiking, cycling, and brisk walking. Muscular strengthening activities. Activities that make your muscles work harder than normal, examples include sit-ups, push-ups, rock climbing, and games like tug-of-war. Bone strengthening activities. Activities that promote bone growth by exerting force on your bones. Example include running, jump rope, and participating in sports like baseball, tennis, and volleyball. Building your strength. To build strength, warm up, and then complete three sets of each of the exercise three or four times a week. For example, do as many push-ups as you can, then rest for a minute. That's one set. Do a second set of push-ups, rest again, then finish with a third set. Keep a notebook of your workout progress can encourage you to keep it at keep it at regularly. Push-ups. Push-ups can build the muscles of the arms, chest, and shoulders. How to do them. 
Lie face down on the floor with your arms bent and palms of your hands flat against the floor, keeping your neck, spine, and knees straight. Push yourself upwards until your arms are fully extended. Slowly lower yourself towards the floor, then repeat. For less demanding push-ups, use your knees rather than your toes for balance. Remember to keep your spine and thighs in a straight line. As your strength increases, shift to the regular push-up position with your weight on your hands and your toes. Sit-ups. Sit-ups are great for strengthening the muscles of the abdomen. How to do them? Lie on your back with your knees flexed and your arms crossed over your chest. Ask your friend to hold your feet down. Bring your upper body towards the sitting position until your elbows reach your thighs. Slowly return to the starting position. Curl-ups. Curl-ups are a version of sit-ups that can minimize stress to the spine. How to do them? Lie on your back with your knees flexed and your hands under your lower back. Curl your upper body to lift your shoulders slightly off the floor. Hold that position for 8 to 10 seconds. And then slowly lower yourself to the starting position. Repeat. Back saver sit and reach. The back saver sit and reach measures the flexibility of your hamstring muscles using one side of your body at a time so that you do not need to hyperextend. You will need a sturdy box approximately 12 inches high. Place a ruler on top of the box with the 9 inch mark lined up with the face of the box where your foot will rest and the zero end of the ruler nearest you. How to do it. Remove your shoes and sit down fully. Extend one leg with your foot against the face of the box. Bend the other knee with the sole of the foot flat on the floor and two to three inches to the side of the straight knee. With one hand on top of the other, palms down, reach forward over the ruler four times, holding the fourth reach for at least one second and measuring the distance reached. Then, measure the other side. Fitness test for scouts with special needs. If you have a permanent disability, you might not be able to complete the 10-foot fitness requirement. As described in that case, you can submit a request to the Council Advancement Committee to complete alternative requirements. This applies to all requirements for scouting through first class. Your scoutmaster can help you get more information. One mile walk slash run. Walking and running helps strengthen the heart, lungs, and muscles for the legs and hips. How to do it. One mile is four times plus about 10 yards around a standard 400 meter running track. Your committee may also have fitness trails that is marked in miles, or your parent, parent or scout leaders could help you map a mile, one mile course around your neighborhood. Run or walk the distance as quickly as you can, but remember to pace yourself so you can have energy to make a strong finish as you complete the walk slash run. The next requirement is requirement 7b. Share your challenges and successes in completing the second class rank requirement 7a. Set a goal for continuing to include physically activities as part of your daily life and develop a plan for doing so. Next up is 7c. Participating in a school, community, or troop program on the dangers of using drugs, alcohol, and Tabasco and other practices that could be harmful to your health. Discuss your participation in the program with your family and explain the dangers of substances addictions. Report to your scoutmaster or other adult leader in your troop about which parts of the scout oath and scout law relate to what you have learned. Tabasco, alcohol, and drugs. Choosing not to use tobacco, alcohol, and drugs is a perfect example of ethical decision-making and how you take care for your body and your mind. Tobacco. Tabasco contains nicotine, a powerful drug that raises blood pressure and increases the heart rate. Most smokers get in the habit of expressing these changes and become uncomfortable without nicotine. Once they have started using tobacco, many people find it is an addiction, a habit that is very hard to break. 
Advertisements often pretend smoking is an exciting and, and attractive. You might have friends who think smoking makes them look grown up. Don't be a fool. Smoking makes it harder for you to breathe and to be good at sports. Tobacco, tobacco smoke coats your lungs with sticky tar and can lead to cancer and infamousia, diseases that cause mis misery and death for hundreds of thousands of people every year. Smoking isn't the only way tobacco can hurt you. Chewing tobacco and snuff it can lead to mouth sores, gum disease, and cancers of the mouth, tongue, and throat. Also dangerous are electronic cigarettes, which deliver nicotine to the body through chemical vapors. Ill effects of smoking. If you begin smoking cigarettes, accept the following. Right now, your breath will be bad, your clothes will smell, your hair will stink, your teeth will become yellow. Soon, you will have more colds and breathing problems than non-smokers. Your lungs will become damaged and your arteries will sh start to narrow and harden. You won't be as good at sports. You will have less endurance with hiking, bicycling, and taking part in other challenging activities. You will find it hard to quit smoking. In the future, your overall health will be poor. You might need to use an oxygen tank whether you go breathing from it around you through a mask. You will be at a greater risk of dying from lung cancer. If you smoke a pack of cigarettes or more a day, you will likely live seven years less than people who have never smoked. There is an easy way to avoid all of this. Do the smart thing and don't start using tobacco. If you are smoking, make the ethical choice for your future and those who care for you by stopping now. Scouting supports the attitude the adults and youth alike are better off without tobacco in any form. Tobacco products including electronic cigarettes, personal vaporizers, and electronic nicotine delivery systems that simulate tobacco smoking are not allowed at any scouting activities involving youth participants. Alcohol. Commercials for beer, wine, and other alcoholic drinks are all around, and they can often make drinking look like fun, carefree activity, but drinking can cloud your thinking and affect your judgment. Alcoholism, a dependence on liquor, destroys lives. The craving for alcohol saps people's resources and their health, ruins families, and can lead to early death. For young people, it is best to avoid alcohol in every state. In fact, the minimum drinking age is 21. While adults can use alcohol legally, those who do so must be responsible in their choices, both in being safe and setting a good example for others. Be aware of the dangers of drinking and driving. Consuming alcohol that can make a person an unsafe driver and results can be tragic. Never ride in a car driven by someone who is under the influence of alcohol. You can always find another way home, but you might not live through a crash caused by an alcohol-impaired driver. Talk with your parents or guardians about what to do if you ever find yourself in a situation that can involve a driver who has been drinking. Have a plan ready with a responsible adult whom you can always call for a ride home if you need it. Drugs. Drugs change the chemistry of your body when you are ill. Medicines prescribed by a doctor can help you get well. Unfortunately, many people use illegal drugs that don't come from a doctor or they take drugs that have been prescribed for someone else. The amount of doing a drug someone swallows, smokes or inhales, or injects is not controlled by a doctor. User never knows how much of a drug he or she is taking. An overdose can lead to serious illnesses or death. Many drugs are addictive. People who begin using a drug can soon find that they are more trying to stop is physically and emotionally painful. They might lie or steal to get drugs. Using drugs can become more important to them than their friends and families, and even their own lives. 
The use of marijuana, regardless of how local laws, is not allowed for scouts or adults on any scouting activity. Methamphetamine, Iskosti, cocaine, crack, inhalants, depressants, LSD, and heroin have harmful effects on the mind. Protect your health by avoiding these drugs all o- or all other illegal drugs. Even legal drugs, such as co- codeine, can be dangerous when used incorrectly. When taking illegal drugs that have been prescribed for you by a doctor, follow the doctor's instructions and avoid having problems. And never take drugs that were prescribed for someone else. Reading prescription drug labels. Before taking a prescription drug, be sure to check the label. The more important things you'll find are detailed instructions for taking the drug and important safety reminders. If you have any questions, the pharmacy's phone number also appears on the label. Staying away from tobacco, alcohol, and drugs. Because tobacco, alcohol, and illegal drugs can have such dangerous effects, why would anyone ever start using them? Here are some reasons users might give you and some ways you can respond. All my friends are doing it. It might seem that people you like are doing something that isn't wise. To be like them, you might be tempted to try it too. But if their actions are wrong, you don't want to have followed the crowd. Lord Baden Powell, scouting founder, had faith that scouts were smart enough to figure out what is healthy and right. He argued scouts not to let others pressure them into using substances that can cause harm. And if you have been foolish, he said, there is no law that says you must stay that way. I want to get away from problems. You might feel as though there are a lot of weight on your shoulders or that parents and teachers expect too much of you. Instead of turning to drugs, tobacco, and alcohol for a temporary escape, use your skills to find lasting solutions. Friends, parents, teachers, school counselors, and religious leaders might all be able to help. There's nothing else to do. Some young people say that they use drugs, alcohol, and tobacco because they are bored. If you look around, boredom should be the farthest thing from your mind. Athletics, books, scouting, school projects, music, exercise, and helping others. The world is full of great things to do. Look at life full of responsibilities for constant growth and embrace the opportunities all around you. I want to feel grown up. Smoking, drinking, and using drugs might seem like adult things to do, but hurting your body and your future is very childish. Prove you are becoming an adult by accepting worthwhile responsibilities. Advancing in scouting ranks and holding troop leadership positions are signs you are maturing. Doing your best in class and in school activities are also show immaturity. These are all real ways to get the world to know that you are becoming a respectful adult. Ultimately, you can simply turn your back on anything that would harm you, demonstrating ethical decision-making and courage. Nobody can force you to do something wrong if you don't agree to it. With a strong body and clear mind, you will be far ahead of those who choose to risk their friends and their families and their lives with the very real dangers of tobacco, drugs, and alcohol. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Scouting Gut Podcast. Next week, we will be continuing going over this section of the rank requirements.